Take your baby by the hand. All right, yes, now we're jingling. Merry Christmas, everyone. It is the Christmas season here at CSM and on the NFL Podcast. That's right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is out and about. He's ready to roll. Next week will be, uh, you know, the last podcast before the Christmas break, so maybe we'll, uh, you guys won't be able to see it, but maybe we'll have some festive clothes on or something along those lines some teams in the nfl have been nice this year some of them naughty jack okay i see what you're doing there dallas some coaches as well aaron jeffrey look at you he's back i've joined the red sweater the green hat someone's feeling in the festive season my chair is very high right now i gotta fix that yeah, get comfy. Yeah, we're get we're comfy. strapping in. This is we're the roll. This is week twelve, week gentlemen. Tw- Dallas, I just remember when this podcast was an idea. I texted you. I'm like, would you want to start a podcast about the NFL? And, and what if you said? Remember this text. Twelve weeks later, we're he- we're here. I gotta say, Jack, it's been a long NFL season for it me as a Cowboy fan. You it's think been very you think long. it's been tough for you? Well, my yeah, Chargers but, are see, horrible. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. As Eagles and Cowboys fans, we still have hopes of making the playoffs. The Chargers haven't had okay, hopes since like week eight. Those are so like, lost dreams. You know what? Yes. You know what's tough? And I've been here as a Chargers fan before, who constantly seem to finish eight and eight every single season. It's somehow is they still give you that hope, but then they crush it at the very end. And one of you guys is gonna feel that this year. Oh, we'll, we'll only both one be of your feeling team... it in January. Oh, maybe even earlier. Who knows? Yeah, because none of your teams are winning anything. That's true. Hey, hey. hey. No, Aaron. Stop. <laughs> it's going to take a miracle for both the Cowboys and the Eagles to do anything this season. I'll, I'll admit it. But, hey, all it takes is to get hot at the right time. Just get a seat at the table. That's yeah, Exactly. The, that's the whole thing. You if just you got to get a seat at the table. If you can get your fork and knife out at the right times, you can carve some teams right up. That's what I've heard, I guess. I guess that makes some sense. Wow. Yeah. Hey. All right. Are we ready analogy. to hop into our picks? We're, Aaron, doing, we're yeah. doing the podcast a couple days late here. It's true. It's exam season here at school, so we uh, we've done this once before, where we did it on a Thursday, and it actually went real well. It went smooth. We were a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more functional. Relaxing. It was very. It's very different environment. If you remember, it was in a TV studio, not a radio studio. Jack, I wasn't even there. Jack Clark was missing was in action. Weird. It is true. What a weird week for the podcast it that would have been. Weird. Oh, strange. We were sitting on a little weird. phone. Just yeah. speaking to each other. I remember yeah. that. You guys did a cool. good job. Thank we you. were we were mostly calm with one another. Aaron and I did not get into a scrap. I, uh, that that's rare because I uploaded that one and I remember listening to it going uh, from my home in Brantford going they they did a good job this week. I'm proud of them. See, it's about I was time happy. we got some your little credit. your little butterflies flew away. Yeah, that's. Oh, I see what <laughs> you did there. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. All right, that sounds like the undefeated Aaron Jeffrey who went yeah, four and zero this, <laughs> this past week. That Congrats, is, I Aaron gave Jeffrey. Aaron some props before that. Before we were, I think we're, I should walk we were, out now. We were prepping for this podcast, and I look at Aaron and I go, "Did you go four and zero this week?" He's like. Gosh, I think I did. And I was like, oh my. I think it's the first time it's ever happened. First time for Aaron. I've gone 4 0 before. I definitely haven't. No, Jack, Jack, you're a lost cause. I went 1 3 this week. Updating the standings (laughs) on that. Yeah, that is bad. Let's update the standings. I got to be up there. I got to be close to actual straight up second, not even win percentage second now. I gotta be close to just straight up second. With more wins than me, yeah. I gotta be close. I'm a, I'm in first still barely. Aaron Jeffrey is very close on my on my feet right now. Jack Clark, you're in third still, but hey, we still someone got needs to bring uh, bring up the rear. Three more weeks this season, a couple more well, podcasts only to go. One more hey, week. We'll, we'll redo the the seating in the playoffs and see who's the best playoff. Game. There we go. We're gonna have to discuss what we're gonna do next week for picks. 
That's right. We will. That'll maybe be interesting. We, maybe we won't make picks. Uh, we can make some no, picks. we got to make picks. We'll, we'll, we'll talk out. about we'll it. We'll talk about it. All let's right, get into let's this go through week's the picks. picks. And we're going to go with Aaron's picks to start. Because he, Ooh. I mean, come on. I'm the beast. Oh, no. you, you, I'm a you baller. You picked maybe the, this game was probably baller. the best game of the year, you think? You think? 49ers Saints? You think As I, of right now, yeah. What a game. By a long shot, what honestly. What a game. Like, most points in 16th highest point total combined in a football 94 game. 94 total points, I believe. 94. 90, yes, 94. Yeah. That is correct. Very impressive. Wow. it's a lot of points. I know. It's the first, we are ever, talking. first ever game to finish 48-46 in NFL history. See, wow. I don't like when they bring that stuff up because, like, who cares? No, that's, <laughs> I, no that, that, I love those. St- I love that. I watched a whole video, actually, the one day on all the scores that have never happened. It's actually really fascinating to see some of the scores that are like, how has that not happened yet? Well, There's in the been NFL, hundred years a lot, of football. It's, in the NFL, it's a lot more common because you can only really get certain. Yeah, you of can't points. score one point in the NFL. Yeah. So. For sure. Anyways, um, so yes, Saints 49ers, What a good game! This game went back and forth all, all, all Sunday long. I guess does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I'll count all that. Sunday long, uh, a huge. George Kittle play uh, at the end of the game to get them in the field goal range, and then Robbie Gold drilled the 30-yard field goal, I believe, to win the game. That's right. Very they, good game. Honestly, it's one of those games, though, that the 49ers just kind of sealed their fate. They hold their own destiny, and it was a huge, it was playoffs. a huge win because they're and now the first, they're now the they're, one seed. Again. They're the one seed, and if they win out, they're the one seed throughout yeah. the whole playoffs. Like yeah. they, they now hold their own destiny, and that game was huge, and it really it showed a lot of teams that like. They're not just a fake team. They are a real team. They beat the team that everybody thought was the best team in the NFC. Yeah. They they beat yeah, them and no. pulled off a win. So, and, and it wasn't like it was a cheap win in the rain or anything like that. They beat them fair and square, and forty-eight dome. to forty-six. Yeah, and it, was it was good. It was wow. a great game. Yeah, yeah, it was a great Nin- game. Niners got to be happy to see Robbie Gould back at it. Uh, Chase McLaughlin. Yeah, they had uh, some kicking problems there. How does that guy keep getting signed? Well, he's in the Colts now, and that's because Adam Vinatieri is awful this season. So that's he's, that's that's he's, how he got a job. He's, he's hurt. Air quotes hurt. He's going yes. through surgery. Let the, Honestly, let the 45-year-old veteran live. Even if he's not hurt, may as well give him some surgery. Maybe they'll fix him off. <laughs> hey, try to give him an, a robotic leg here. In your next game, let's get into the next game here. Titans and Raiders. Another win for you. As I said last week, it was very short and sweet. Raiders aren't going to win, I don't think, any more football games. I just think the Raiders... It's tough to hear if you're a Raiders fan. It is tough to hear, but I just don't think they have the firepower to win football games. That's fair. I think they're just kind of, at the beginning of the year, they had a lot of emotion, a lot of doubters after Antonio Brown left. Everybody just kind of rode off the Raiders. And they're like, no, we're not having this. We're we're making a playoff run. It's not going to actually get you the The magic is faded. Magic's gone. All right, there you go. So what about the Titans, man? I think this team is really good. This team looks like they could win the division now. Well, there's a lot to be decided in the AFC South because the Titans and Texans haven't even played yet this season which is really weird considering they're in the same division that they, they were scheduled to play week 15 and 17. But, hey, it works out real well because one of those teams is going to yeah, win the division. it really couldn't have worked out better for it. Yeah, I the agree. The Colts have kind of fallen off. They're 6-7 and seven now. 6-7, yeah. and seven, that's right. Yeah. The so, one thing about that, though, is the Colts could still pull off a wild card spot. Because if, if both could, if, like, let's say the Titans win both games, the Colts could still be in there. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the Texans are as good as people think they are. Well, that's interesting. All right, and then your next game, this was a... This is the 2-0 ball at the beginning of the year, but not so much anymore. Uh, Dolphins and Jets. 
Not so much anymore, considering two is not going to be the first overall pick. These teams are still both bad. Okay. I was watching this game, and Jets, I thought, were going to manhandle the Dolphins from the start, and they kind of did. And then Dolphins had some Fitz magic, made a lot of, made a big comeback, but the Jets held on. I think it was just, it wasn't a fun football game to watch. <laughs> a lot of field goals. Honestly, if somehow you picked up, I don't even know his first name. His name's Sanders. The Jason. Dolph- Jason Sanders. Jason Sanders, the Dolphins kicker. If you picked him up in fantasy, you are loving him right now. He is possibly one of the best fantasy kickers of all time. Had fantasy of kicking. all listen, time? Are listen. you kidding? Maybe this year. The, the but past this two weeks. Is this past hot two take. weeks. The past two weeks, he caught a touchdown. How many <laughs> kickers catch a touchdown? Did he get like a credit as a touchdown for that? Like, does that? I know. I, I think it, he, he must. Has, right? He, he must get point. I don't know. I, I don't know about sh- you, but in my leagues, if you had a fifty-yard field goal, you, you get, get more, five you points. Get, you get five points and a touchdown. Um, it was is six then, right? If you catch a touchdown, hmm. so really, you know, a touchdown's kind of like. Do you know how many field goals he had this week, though? Well, he had an. I, I know he had a lot, but best kicker of he all had time. He had seven. I think he said fantasy kicker of I all time. I said best fantasy kicker of all time. That could be true. fantasy. He has Justin a touchdown Tucker and does seven. Not miss the fact he hasn't been seven. cut from a team yet—that's impressive as a kicker in the NFL right now. He's seven. been the entire. No, he's been impressive. there the entire year. And then your last game, Duck Hodges, man, this guy's the real deal. They uh, the Steelers beat the Cardinals, and you picked it. Say something. I don't. I don't, I don't know what to say. Duck Hodges, just, man. Okay. What do you mean you don't know what to say? I, I said it last week. I said it last week. Something. I'll just keep repeating what I said because I went perfect. So I'm guessing I'm a genius. Yeah, I go. There you Duck go. Hodges. Uh, the Steelers seem to like to play under him more than they like to play under Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph was not. Love the story. A good teammate. I just think. He just wasn't good for the Steelers organization. I still don't think the Steelers are that good of a team overall, but I think they could make a playoff run just because the AFC wildcard race is not is that. It's not that tight. The AFC wildcard race is not that. It's not crazy it's really, right now. Everyone thought this AFC wildcard was going to be like the closest thing ever, but it's really, it's just, it's going to be the Bills and the Steelers, really. Could That's, be Patriots, Steelers. Well, they're still the, oh, the, they're still the, there t- they're still the Titans and uh, Texans. Texans that are in the race as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but it and, looks like one of those teams is going to make the division and the other one's not going to make the playoffs. That's not true. I mean, if you think about it, one of those teams could still get into the wild card spot if Pittsburgh starts losing some games. That Pittsburgh has to start losing, though. And uh, honestly, Mike Tomlin should win coach of the year this year. The guy's been incredible. The, if you look at their roster compared to last year, Every every skilled position has changed. And, and Kyle Shanahan's got to be up there too. That's fair, but like, look at every skilled position on the Steelers. They've all what? At the, if you look at the paper, if you look at paper, they've all been downgraded. I guess you could say Le'Veon Bell becomes James Conner. Well, James Conner was there last year. He was, but like uh, Antonio Browns because becomes Juju Smith-Schuster. Was Juju again. was also there last no, year, No, but though. Juju's like Juju's a really good receiver, but he's out right now. Right now, it's James Washington. That's, so right now, their starting receiver is James Washington. They're starting running backs. Uh, Bradley Brady Snell. What, Brad, what's his name? Snell Jr.? They're running. Know. Yeah, they're no, the running back. They, their quarterback's Duck Hodges, who was yes. undrafted. Like, Benny I think Snell. The fact that the, Benny, Benny Snell. Snell. Sorry, that's what it is. And like, honestly, just good on Mike Tomlin for... Good franchises stay good, and that's just a great example. It, it is really good coaching. They have some really nice players on defense. And they do. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. 
they get a lot of pressure on quarterbacks, and yeah, they they really are able to contain Bud teams. Dupree's solid too. Yeah, they've got a really good defense. But again, I just have a. I think the Steelers have been extremely impressive this year, and I think Mike Tomlin deserves a lot of credit for what he's done, coaching up a lot of these no names, I guess you could say, to I become the, a good team. I think the one thing is though, once they get into the playoffs, I don't think their coaching is going to get them as far as. It has, and I but think... But the fact that this roster is even oh, making yeah. it to the playoffs... The fact that they got to the playoffs is very impressive, yeah. but once they get to the playoffs, I think it's going to be a write-off from them, and whoever gets them in the first round is going to have an easy... I feel almost that, like yeah. a first-week bye, but they have to play. They have, a, right. they have a tough little stretch, though, to get there. they got to face Buffalo this week on Sunday Night that's Football. Gonna be, that's a very interesting game. And then they're going to face Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in Week 17, but they might get lucky. Baltimore might have the one seed sealed up by then, and then RG3 will be the starting quarterback. Robert Griffin. The which third. would honestly be really cool to see him start a football game. I'd love it to see that. It would be. I would yeah. be. That's. I still think that's one of the coolest things that's happened all year in the NFL. The Heisman that, package with Ingram, Lamar Jackson, and Robert Griffin III, that's yeah. sick. The read option with three of them in the backfield. The Heisman packages, they called it. That's wicked. All right, let's move on to Dallas's picks. Dallas, you didn't do as well as me. Not no this one. week, Aaron. Not, Not this, this week. week. It There's was always... impossible to do You went 2-2 two two this week. First game was the Colts versus the Bucks. This one is weird. The Bucks have now won three games in a row. They won their third game in a row and got eliminated from the playoffs while doing so. Isn't that kind of funny? Uh, but, yeah, you know, Jameis Winston, he leads. He's right there for passing yards. He's right there for touchdowns. And he also leads the league in interceptions. I feel like they let Winston take way too many chances and they don't play a conservative style of game. Sure, they're winning now and whatnot, but they're a very young team and they're prone to mistakes. I don't think this is the winning recipe right now, but Bruce Arian seems to be um, happy, I guess, with the three wins. The Colts right now, I couldn't, I did not see them losing this game. They needed to win this game to stay in the wild card race, and they weren't able to. Um, obviously, they're missing T. Um, they're missing T. Y. Hilton, and Marlon Mack is. I don't think Marlon Mack is playing either. So that's just really hard. The Colts are getting injuries right now, and they have a hard time winning games on the road. So going forward, I don't think the Colts are going to make it uh, to the playoffs this year, but not bad for when Andrew Luck retires right before the season's about to begin and Jacoby Brissett becomes the starter. Yeah, I agree with that and one. And the injuries, like I said. Yeah. And your next game, you had the Lions versus the Vikings in a game that honestly, not just a game, but I think kind of shows that the Vikings – could be a team that could still win the division if everything goes right. And I'll, I'll explain to our next segment. I'll, I'll explain it later, it but was. I'll explain it later. Yeah. But, I don't know what you did there. But so. uh, talk talk about the game more so. So the Vikings one you want to go to? Yeah, well, that's the next one on the list. Yeah, so sure. The Lions okay, Vikings. yeah. All right. Yeah, well, um, Matt Stafford is out this season for Detroit. He's not going to play again. Uh, the Lions are rolling with David Blow. Blow. Sorry. Excuse me. What a stud. Yeah, David Blau, you know, apparently he used to be one of the best hype high school quarterbacks. I'm not too sure where he went to high school, but he was one of the best dual threat quarterbacks. Apparently he used to be the exact same size as he is now back in high school. So he's about 6'5". And yeah, he was just unstoppable. But now obviously not that unstoppable. The Lions are completely booking it in right now, trying to get a top five pick in this year's draft. If the draft started today, I believe they would be picking fourth overall. So what a what of um, turn this season for the Lions? They were on Monday Night Football playing the Packers, almost about to win the game, and they lost by the by the referees, sort of so to speak. 
and they've been an absolute disgrace of a football team ever since. I think they've won one game and lost uh, eight or nine since that game. That, that mm-hmm. Green Bay game ruined their season. It sure They did. looked good yeah. going into that game, and they completely yeah. just ruined their season. It derailed their entire season. Obviously, when your starting quarterback goes down, it's kind of hard to bounce back. Some teams have done it this year, though. Some haven't. But yeah, the Lions are just lost without Stafford. So I think it goes yeah. to show how good Stafford is without um, – uh, without him being there, about how good he truly is. But yeah, Kirk Cousins uh, has figured it out. They had that one scare a couple weeks ago against Denver when they were down 20 nothing to Brandon Allen and the Broncos. I'll give the Broncos some credit. They're not as bad as they are, but it seems that uh, the Vikings can sometimes get off to slow starts in games, which can sometimes rattle them. But they, they, they can bounce back from adversity. That, that could come back and uh, bite them in the butt in the playoffs. So That's you can't right. go down early to a good team. And expect to come back. I feel like they play better on the road than at home. I don't know what it is, but I feel like they are a better road well, team. There's, there's been teams like that before where they play better on the road. They, uh, they're they going to face a tough task uh, for the rest of the season trying to secure the North Division or a wild card spot. And it's gonna either way I think they're gonna get a tough playoff matchup no matter how I think how every, it ends up. Every NFC playoff matchup's gonna be tough. Yeah, I think so. Except whoever plays the East uh, division winner, right? That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, That's moving a good on. Point. All right, let's head on to your next game. Kind of a boring game. Neither team's really in the playoff race at all, but still gotta play the games and that's why we love the NFL. True. You, between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons, you went with the Panthers. Tell me why. The Ron rivera Panthers took on the Atlanta Quinn, soon-to-be Quinless Falcons, I guess you can say. You can say that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, the Panthers obviously don't have a lot to play for this season. They got eliminated after the loss to Washington. And, yeah, they just looked awful against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Uh, I kind of thought the the Panthers would win this game. They had the better record going into it, but obviously I was wrong. Who would have known I could be wrong at something? There I am. I think we all knew that. I I I think we both knew that. Hmm. You guys should have told me because I had my hopes up completely for this one. I'll I'll tell you you this week when you make your picks. Don't worry. I got your back. Aaron Jeffrey's on fire tonight. All right. And the last one, Chargers and Jags. The Chargers ran all over Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) Uh, obviously, I think the Jags have also thrown it in this season. The Chargers still, still seem to want to win some games. Obviously, they have more pride than they don't uh, want to look. They don't want Tua. They don't want anybody. No, I don't get what they're doing right now. They don't. Uh, want and it annoys picks. me. They can't do anything right. They can't even lose properly. <laughs> no, they can't even do that. Eh? They can't even tank properly. You know what? Maybe they'll get um, a free agent quarterback like Cam Newton to come to the Chargers. Why? So he can get injured in week two and we suck again? Well... Hey, 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 guys. This is where I'm at with this franchise. Okay, we can't wish injury upon people. Yeah, apologize. Apologize to Cam Newton's family. I'm not wishing injury. I'm just saying it's going to happen. That is interesting. Calling an injury. I'd love to see Cam Newton get healthy again and be dominant. I would like to as well. I would like to see him be healthy again. because the Panthers the are done time? with him. When's the last time he played 16 games? Uh, well, obviously not this season. Last or year, la- no, didn't he didn't play last, play last year. year. It might have been 2017, but I'm not too sure on that one. Either way, this Anyways. one, this one, the running backs on the Chargers went off. Austin Eckler, baby. Eckler and uh, Melvin Gordon can had, had a lot of yards. I think almost 300 combined. So Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon's getting a kick on his way out. They, you know what? He's I, not resigning. I know Philip Rivers leads the league in passing yards, but I think they have way more success running the football with those two. So they, you know, maybe Phil well, can uh, get rid of his stats. Eckler's, and stop being a, Eckler's listed as a running back, but that guy's a receiver. 
Yeah, he's he great in the backfield. He catches a lot out of the backfield. Does fumble a lot, though, so we'll see. Either way, 2-2 two and two this week. I'm, I'm not loving that, but I'm also not hating it with the games I had. Um, Colts versus Bucks, Panthers versus Falcons. You guys would have went Colts and Panthers I too, would, right? I probably would have gone Colts. Uh, I might have gone Falcons, I but I would have definitely gone no, Colts. No, I, I would have gone Colts and See? Panthers See, as well. I just got I, screwed that yeah. week. Yeah. You Except know what I don't for, love? Going one and three. Yeah, Jack, let's go, go with you here. Wait, this wait, wait. One, I just want to make a fun fact about oh. uh, Philip Rivers real quick. Sure, let, let's hear it. He, uh, one thing in football that you always see on fourth and one, QB uh-huh. runs a QB sneak a lot of the time. Yeah, Philip Rivers get, doesn't. You know how many times Philip Rivers has done it? One time in his career. You want to hear something else that's funny? Mr. Do you hear that? Mr. Philip Rivers isn't a good quarterback. 12 seasons in a row, he's gone over 3,500 yards. Okay. I mean, But here's yeah, the thing. He doesn't want to lay out his body to win games. He just wants to pad the stats and make his own stats look good. When true. was the last time the Chargers... How many times has the Chargers made the playoffs in the past since Philip oh, Rivers has taken over? I don't know. I mean, he took over in what, 2004, I think? He got drafted in 04, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Him and Eli Manning, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Return of the Eli. I know he went 14 and 2. All right. Okay, Jack Clark, let's Anyways. Seahawks versus Rams. Everyone had the Seahawks going into this game. They are on a five-game winning streak. Including me. Including you. What happened? Well, uh, they got their butts kicked. That's what happened here, Dallas. This was a bit of a statement game for the Rams, but is it too little, too late for the Los Angeles Rams, they've uh, they look good in this one, and they just kicked the crap out of a good Seahawks team. So I was very surprised at the result of this game. Well, they did look really good the previous week against Arizona. I know it's the Cardinals, but they did blow them out. It was thirty-five nothing at half. Clearly, the Rams still believe that they have a chance, and I believe they can get lucky and get that uh, sixth and final wild card spot there. It's gonna be tough. They're gonna have to win out to do it. I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it, no, I thought the Rams, I was very surprised at this game, and I think uh, everyone. I think I think it's just a little bit too late for the Rams. So they got hot a little I like, think a week or two too late. Their own. Like I think I think if this season had a couple extra games, I think the Rams might actually make a Super Bowl run. The way they're playing right now, and we always knew they had a good team. Jared Goff looks they like just, Jared Goff again. Yeah, they just haven't been playing well. Like yeah. Todd Gurley's finally running the ball properly, like we, he was. Uh, I remember, like, I think it was three, four weeks ago, we tore apart Jared Goff on this podcast. Right, at least Aaron and I everybody, did. Everybody was. Everyone like it was, was calling for Sean McVay's head, too. I was never calling for Sean McVay's job, but uh, Jared Goff, he's picked it up in the last couple weeks, and I'm glad to see it uh, kind of earning that contract a little bit. Yeah, no, I think uh, the Rams season is still alive. They still get to play the San Francisco 49ers. That's a huge game. That will be a, an exciting one. By the way, that one's actually on a Saturday. Yes, it is. it is. Is that the last week of the season? It's not the last week. It's the second last week. Yes. There's three games on a Saturday. Why do they do this, John? They Christmas do this always. Day. They do it always. It's not on Christmas Day. Oh, it's, Christmas. it's Christmas, it's Christmas Eve. It's a Christmas Day weekend. It, the it's game, the games football. are on the 22nd. The Sunday, no, the games are on the 21st, sorry. Yeah. And then the Sunday games are on the 22nd. Oh, right. I believe it's the clo- closest they can get to football. Yeah. Closest they can get to. They always do it around Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Here, you're 0-1, and now 0-2. You took the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 1-11 this, this was week, a hot take. to beat Baker Mayfield and the Browns when the Browns were at home. I, I was no, no, about no, no. to give him a concussion test after this. This one. was I'm a confused. hot take. Jeez, um, man, what happened? I'm just going to be honest. No, no, no. I hold on. This out. wasn't a hot take. This was a like burning fire of ashes and coal. Potash. Potash mice. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Today. Okay, well, keep going. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
I think I, I got oh Aaron laughing. There we go. Um, no, this I was just flat out wrong on this one. I thought I'd be bold and try something oh. out here, be a little fun. No, the Bengals aren't very good. Andy Dalton's uh, just okay, and um, yeah, they're just not a good team. Neither oh. the, neither are the Browns. If we're gonna be honest with each other, they did not. They almost lost to the Bengals. This game was yeah. close, but uh, no, I just think this was a battle of two not very good teams, and one team was just maybe. A little, a uh, little bit better than the other one. How about the rumors that OBJ wants out of Cleveland? Do you think he those definitely are true? wants out of did Cleveland? You see, did you see that? What huddle? he said to, to Jimmy G? I heard. Yeah, he's I, going I, to I San Francisco. And after their game against the 49ers on Monday Night Football, I believe the Niners won 31-3 or something like that. And Cleveland may have set that a new record for punting. That was the game Nick Bosa went off. That's right. I think Baker got sacked nine or ten yeah. times. So yeah, it was ugly. OBJ reportedly told Jimmy Garoppolo after the game, if there's room for me, let me know. So who Jimmy knows? G was, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's right. Jimmy G would love OBJ on his team, I'm sure. Uh, the I don't receiving, know if he would. The receiving core on San Fran could uh, improve a bit, but George Kittle. Talk wow. about I, I don't think I don't think because of the skill-wise. I, I think, just think OBJ is kind of a, a cancer mentality, and I don't think the 49ers need that right now. They're playing the best, good football. The they best don't trade want a in the, in the NFL this year happened between the 49ers and the Denver Broncos. The 49ers traded oh for God, Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. They gave up, a, I believe, two about third, fourth round picks, mid-round picks kind of thing for their number one receiver now. And he's doing everything. He threw a touchdown last week. Him and Jimmy Garoppolo clicked immediately. Like, they were on the same page almost instantly. What a trade this was for the 49ers. Yeah. Talk about a good team getting better with a good trade. This was this was a great trade. This was a low-risk, high-reward trade and it worked out perfectly for the 49ers yeah totally i i just don't see obj on the niners i think he stays on cleveland and they get a new coach instead to take over freddie kitchen's job all right moving on another game wrong i wish you would have got this one right jack the bears I and the cowboys never... oh, bears. I have... oh that whoa, was loud. whoa uh, dallas whoa. i am never picking your cowboys again okay well i have no faith in this team anymore this team, is gonna this start team couldn't soon. beat mitch trubisky and the bears Mitch Trubisky looked like Lamar Jackson out here. He was running all over the place. Well, Mitch Trubisky has picked his pay, uh, his game up a lot lately. I don't know if you've been watching Bears games, but the Bears look a little bit better right now. Bears. They're um they're making plays. Playoffs? Their defense is starting to light up a bit. Bears over there. Playoffs. Playoffs. They're they're still technically Playoffs. alive if you look at the mathematical yes. side. No, I just I just can't believe that the Cowboys can't beat a semi decent team. Like why can't they beat the Bears? Yeah. This team is supposed to be one of the this team was supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFC. They're supposed to be Super Bowl contenders and they can't beat the Chicago Bears who are just meh. Trust me, Jack. I, I was very too. I was very disappointed in this result on last Thursday. A week ago today. Um very disappointing. That's right. And to wrap it all up, hey, a consolation win the Ravens and the Bills. This was uh, this was actually a good game. I think the Bills proved a lot in this game, even though they didn't win. I think the Bills proved that they can compete with good teams like this, and um, could beat them honestly. Division. I think, I think you, pl- I think you play this game over ten times. I think the Bills win four or five of them honestly. Yeah, I, uh, well, uh, the same thing could be said about any game, really. No, I get that, but I think the Bear- the Bills played well enough to win this game. Their defense played well again. Um, and Josh Allen, I'm very impressed with Josh Allen this season. Every week he seems to get a little better, a little bit better and better. And I think he can uh, I think he's I think he's a franchise quarterback. I think they made a good pick with him last year. I know some people were questioning it a little bit, 
But uh, no, I think he's really good, and I think uh, I think they've got a solid future there at Buffalo, and I think uh, next year they're going to be a real t- a real threat in the uh, AFC. Well, you know mm-hmm. how playoffs work, uh, Jack. You know sometimes because you look good one year doesn't mean you're going to be good the next year. And that's true. A lot of teams are showing that perfect example this season. The Bears were great last year, and look at the well, they're still okay. The Rams made it to the Super Bowl last year, and look how they were this season. There's all these teams that they look okay one year, and then the next year not so much. But I think the Bills have a very low ceiling still, and I think most people know that. I think most people don't want to believe in them yet. They had a chance to take over or to get tied with the division with New England, but they lost. So uh, they're still in the wild card spot. I really don't see them exiting the wild card spot and taking over the Patriots, even though. We'll get into what New England does look a little shaky right now. We made a big mistake last week, uh, the three of us around this table. We, we forgot for- to do the Chiefs-Patriots game. That This is worse than when Kevin McAllister's mom forgot about him and they left to France. I love the Home Alone reference. Wow. This was tough. I was, you know, I was listening it. I was listening to it on my way home from uh, recording last week. Home Alone? No, the podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh, I see what you did there. The podcast. And uh, I'm listening to the picks. And I'm looking at the NFL schedule just on my phone. I go, oh, there was probably a pretty important game we forgot about here. That's right. Maybe the most important game of uh, in the AFC last week. Um, so yeah, we uh, we forgot about the Chiefs and Patriots. We are going to issue an official apology. This, this is, is our official uh, statement. This does not represent the organization. Of uh, 115 Sports. I am going to blame Aaron Jeffrey. No, I'm just kidding. It Weird. wasn't his You can fault. blame me. But no, it wasn't your there's fault. three games we all... didn't mention last week. It and I true. think all three are to it be was, mentioned in a, in a way. In their own manner, I think all three deserve a little second here. What games didn't we do? The uh you missed the the Packers Redskins. Well, I mean And I and no, I'm just saying I think maybe it will work into our next segment as well. But I think that game was very it was almost a statement against the Packers that maybe they're not great. They only won twenty to fifteen against the lonely Redskins, and they're supposed to be a tops team in the NFC. You know, I'll, I'll give you that they barely won at home, but the Redskins have been competing a little bit more yeah, in the they, last few games. They're, they like the Dolphins they're almost. They're two of their last three, believe it or not. They've won, they're two and one on this three-game stretch. They, I mean, I know, they're, I know they're not great. Trust me. I've been watching Redskins games. I know they're not great, but they're not walkovers. They, no, they normally hold teams to very low margins. They held the 49ers earlier this year to nine. They held the Packers to 20. At home, um, so yeah, you know this defense I think is all right. They just can't figure the figure it out on offense. Dwayne Haskins Jr. is still developing quite a bit. He's getting better each week though, so he is developing. He like, is he's developing. getting better, and I'm glad they're giving him reps because if they were giving Case Keenum reps, still that would be totally that, pointless. That means nothing to them. Like, yeah, no, I think it was a brutal signing by Washington bringing him over, but whatever. You know, it is what it is. I see. But I, as you were saying, Aaron, about the Packers, what's what's the part of their game that you don't like? Because I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is all right. Aaron Jones had a season high in rushing yards. You know, I think he also led the team in receiving yards. Wow, that is kind of wild. Yeah, is it the defensive side of the ball you don't like? Do you not like the rookie coach and Matt LaFleur? Where do you see this team's uh, weaknesses? I just think Aaron Rodgers is trying to do too much for his age, if that makes sense. And I think it doesn't. If, if you look at, I'm not sure what if, you're trying. If you to look say. at Tom Brady, I'll I'll refer him to, I'll compare him to Tom Brady here. Tom Brady, once he started getting older, kind of realized, okay, I got to be a pocket quarterback. I can't start keep rolling around. Aaron Rodgers still tries to make plays with his feet, and it doesn't seem to be working. If you were watching some of those plays, he'd run way out of the pocket, and then there'd be nothing there. And 
he'd throw the ball um, in a weird way and it wouldn't look right. And it just wasn't how Aaron Rodgers used to be. And I think the Packers are just not as good as people think they are. They haven't beat many good teams if you look at their past schedule. And they've lost to a couple teams that they definitely should have beat. Hashtag Chargers, baby. Hashtag Eagles, baby. Let's go. See, that's what we've got. We might not have much going for us this year, but we've got a win over the Packers. Well, right now the Packers, if the playoffs were to start today, they would be the two seed in the NFC East and would get a bye. And they have a decently favorable schedule. A two seed in the NFC East? NFC, sorry. There you go. I apologize. You know what? Let's just head into our next segment then. Let's do it. All right. Basically, the Chiefs beat the Patriots. Patrick Mahomes looked good. Uh, This was the Patriots' first loss in New England in what? 21 games? 21 games. This was a major loss for New England. First off, they got hosed on two touchdown calls. First off, they ran out of challenges. They finally got their... uh, The refs finally screwed them over. The refs finally got the Patriots back, and it made me very happy. Bill Belichick's check must have bounced. It must have. And, And to make matters worse... There was a fan located at the uh, uh, Bengals-Browns game that was wearing a Patriot shirt that was spying on the Cincinnati Bengals sideline, looking for signals and looking for other things to take advantage of their next game. That's so Which tough. New England is going to Cincinnati this week to play the 1-11 Bengals. You know, do, you, do you believe, though, their story? It's actually, I believe it's 1-12. 1-12 now, but at the time they were 1-11. Okay. So, um, do you believe the Patriots story, though, of them saying it was for a feature to put on their website? Do you believe that story at all? I don't believe it at all, man. The Patriots are an organization that have known a to be cheating to and to trying to take the edge. What? They've put, they've put eight up already, and then they have apparently archived all eight, and they were making the number not. They are making ninth. And according to the footage released to the NFL head office, there's only, there's, well, I say only, but it's still a lot. There's eight minutes of the Bengals sideline. So it's still not that much to get a lot of play calls, especially if it could only be one offensive drive tops. So, yes, they could have called a lot of plays in that okay, offensive drive. Okay, but how many different plays do they run on one offensive drive? 10, it depend, 15. Depends, where, depends what you see. Like Offensive drives, you tend to stick around the same type of formation because you can't break. You can't just keep throwing weird formations out. Because then the receivers and everybody gets confused on what the actual play is. So you have to keep the basic of the play pretty similar. So they wouldn't have gotten too much scouting in that eight minutes. Oh, that's fair. I, 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 I don't see any major punishments being handed out from this, but it is a little interesting and uh, a little bit alarming, I guess. It's not very shocking, though. No, like this is the if it, if this was any other organization, you'd go, oh, finally someone else than the Patriots. But of course, it's the Patriots right in the story there, right back again, being talked about. Did they cheat? Did they not cheat? What's going to happen? And a lot of people are questioning to see if that team did cheat or not. Either way, I don't think it's that big a deal. What was a bigger deal to me is that um, the Patriots did get hosed on a couple touchdowns in this one because they used their challenges incorrectly. I don't feel bad for them. I don't feel bad at all either. You know what? They were bound to lose, and good for the Chiefs for going on the road and winning. It's a big win for them, whether they did it fair or not fair. It's still a huge win. I mean, it wasn't their fault the ref screwed up. No, not at all. I think, um, well, if you look at the Chiefs, I think they're still a very underrated football team in the AFC. I think this win proves it. They've gotten a little bit back on track. There was, like, first off, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, and everyone wants to write the Chiefs off. They have no chance. They, they're going to lose out right away. He comes back, and, yeah, he hasn't looked as good as he did last year, but he's still been able to string along a couple big wins for the football team, and they've clinched the AFC West now. They're going to get a home playoff game. 
whether they get a bye or not, it's not really to say, but uh, they're going to be in the divisional round, I assume, playing a team like New England or Baltimore. And, I, hey, they can beat any team in the AFC. I think it's time to start taking the Chiefs seriously. They almost made it to the Super Bowl last year. I know they've lost some pieces on defense, but Tyreek Hill's back. They've got some great pieces on offense as well. Travis Kelsey's looking terrific. This team is right up there with the best of them. Fair enough. I can respect that. <clears throat> respect that take. Very much so. so All right. Now I'm, let's get into now the let's next get, segment. Get into the next segment. So first we're gonna start with everybody's gonna go through Are you you're a little confused there, Dallas? What's I going just on? did the segment. I just told who you guys who my my underrated team was. You didn't make it very clear. Well, well we're supposed I to I was supposed to intro the, the segment and tell you actually how to do it because you didn't even do it right then. I did do it right. I gave no, my you underrated didn't. team. No, you're supposed to do I said overrated team per conference uh-huh. and underrated team. Per well, let's all conference. go one at a time. I don't want to talk for 10 years. Well, you don't need to talk for 10 years. You just tell let's me why real quick. All right, let's go. Let's you ever heard it. of clear and concise? All right. all right, so you gave your underrated team. Let's hear your overrated team now, uh, Dallas. I, I guess Dallas is starting so this you off. Start, you started in the AFC because you said the Chiefs is the, your underrated team. That's right. They so clearly let's, are. let's hear your overrated team in the AFC. Okay, well, we got to really spell it out. Here is my overrated team that is what i like to hear well it'd be nice it'd be nice to I hear would it instead like if of just we were included in the conversation yeah, i was very confused he, was, he would just kept rambling about the I chiefs i thought he was still talking I about thought the he was game. talking about the chiefs and patriots yeah, game that's what too. i thought he was talking about i used underrated okay anyway my overrated team has got to be the houston texans this team uh gives Ooh. me a lot of concerns they just got blown out by the denver broncos they didn't look ready at all they, i don't know if you guys have been watching uh, many houston games but they come dressed I up have funny been. Every game they, they, they put a okay. they, they dressed up as the dodgeball and there movie. There was a guy in a wheelchair who didn't need the wheelchair. Yes, that's And is then because, he got hurt in the game. Oh, that is funny. That's uh, not funny. Well that's it's, like it's a little bit funny for him. It's kind of funny at him. That's it's kind like, of well that's what you get. That's what I meant by funny. It's what you get. If you're gonna be in a wheelchair Karma baby. He was just trying to be that one guy in the movie though, um uh Pudges. No, I know what they were trying to do. I just don't like the fact that they put a guy in a wheelchair who didn't like a wheel. Who didn't need a wheelchair. Yeah, that's well, karma. You're yeah. asking for it. Sure. It's disrespectful. Uh, yeah, I just think that uh, well, Deshaun Watson. I don't think he's really the problem. Like, I, I know it's one game, but it's just to go from an emotional high of beating the Patriots home at home, everyone's pretty happy about it, and you go and play the Denver Broncos. Everyone thinks it's going to be an easy walk in the park, and then they give up 38 points. It's just. This team it just has a very difficult time of staying consistent uh, throughout the years with Bill O'Brien. Um, it's hard to see this team doing getting to the AFC Championship game. Uh, they, they might not even make it to the playoffs, actually. They have a very tough task against Tennessee. We'll see how they handle that. But Can I go next? Sure. Yeah. Let's hear about your AFC right. overrated and underrated teams. Let's hear Well, it. my AFC overrated team is the team the Texans beat at at home, and that's the New England Patriots. This offense is not good enough to get the job done in a playoff game. Tom Brady has gone from the best quarterback in the league to bottom quarter of the league. He cannot, he can't step up and make a throw anymore. He 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 checks down everything, and he doesn't throw the ball deep anymore. Their defense is really really good. I understand that, but I don't think I think it's very vulnerable. It's not even the best defense in the league anymore. The 49ers defense is the best team in the league. And they're losing now. They're not winning every game. I just don't think the Patriots are very good. So they're my overrated team in the AFC. Let's hear the underrated team in the AFC now, Jack. The Tennessee Titans. 
No one is giving credit where the credit's due on this team. Ryan Tannehill has changed the whole outlook on this team. He's come in and played absolutely incredible. He's been amazing since he's been there. He's earned himself a starting job next year, whether it's Tennessee or whether it's somewhere. And Derrick Henry, that guy's one of the best running backs in the league right now, and no one talks about him because he's down in Nashville. I think the Tennessee Titans are going to win that the AFC South, and I'm very impressed with the Titans over the ne- over the last couple months here, and I think they're going to win the AFC South, and I think they're the most underrated team in the a- AFC. Um. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Honestly, not too much of a hot take. I think I'm going to kind of agree with you on certain parts, so I'm going to agree with you on your overrated. I think the Patriots are very overrated. I think they're just... They're so highly rated just because they are the Patriots. Everybody expects them to win. Just under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, that's just what they've done, and I think that's what people expect. I just don't think they're that good of a team. The offense does not have that many weapons right now. It's got no weapons. No. Okay. It still has Tom Brady. But that's... And he's even a weapon right now. Like, I get it. He's the greatest quarterback of all time, but right now... Like, this Sunday, I don't think he's an offensive threat anymore. Okay. I still think him to Julian Elliman's still very good, but I think... Okay. I'll move on, but I just <laughs> I just think they're, over, um, they're overrated. And that brings me into my underrated team. I think the Buffalo Bills. I think a lot of teams are sleeping on the Buffalo Bills just because of the opposite reason. They're the Buffalo Bills. They're expected to lose. The only time they made the playoffs in the past 20 years, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. I think teams just think the Buffalo Bills aren't going to make the playoffs. They aren't going to go far. I think the Bills could win the division. I think they could still maybe not get a top spot, but I think they could make a run at the Super Bowl this year. Just the way their team's playing, they have a lot of good young talent, and I just think they're one of the better teams in the AFC, and a lot of teams are sleeping on them. And I think the Buffalo Bills have a good shot. They have a very strong defense. They've held they held Lamar Jackson, although he got a lot of he they still won the game. I still think they held Lamar Jackson to a lot less than a lot of other teams have. That's fair. I can respect that actually. I really like the Buffalo Bills this year. It's gonna be hard to see them win the division. They have to go into Foxborough and beat New England and then get some help along Which the I way. Which I think they can. It is possible. New England has looked very human these past few weeks. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, Buffalo still has a lot to prove. They got to go to Pittsburgh Sunday night. That's another tough task for Josh Allen. But hey, good for uh, the Bills getting some national games on TV this year. I know it's uh, nice to see a change. Very in that. impressive. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about that game on Sunday. It should be a good one between Duck Hodges and Josh Allen. Some mobile quarterbacks that have looked really good, and some good defensive football. Everyone loves that, right? Everyone loves it. All right, Dallas, give us your over and underrated teams in the NFC. All right, um, we'll start off with overrated. I think that the Minnesota Vikings are overrated this season. Now, I know that you're going to say, what, why? Well, here's the thing. Minnesota- no, I say what, why, because I don't even feel like they're rated. Rated? I don't even, I don't even do feel mean? people like think they're good. How many people think the Vikings are good? You How many do. People- <laughs> I do. I yeah, do. I think, think they're, they're very the division, good. Right? They- okay, fine. You can say that. Okay, go. I, I think they're very, okay, very keep good. Okay, keep going. Keep going. I, I think that the Vikings are, their ceiling is the wild card round for sure. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. 
I, I don't see this team going anywhere with Kirk Cousins at the helm. They've got a talented defense that uh, sometimes can give up a lot of yards. Uh, sometimes they don't always play well against the teams they should beat by plenty. And a lot of the times they don't uh, rise to the occasion uh, in primetime games. Kirk Cousins has the worst record on Monday Night Football in history. They're 0-8. He, he is 0-8 on Monday Night Football. So it, it's just hard to see this team doing anything when you have a quarterback that's scared to be in the spotlight, you know? Delvin Cook is hurt now. I don't think they can really get the running game going without him being 100% healthy. Uh, Adam Thielen is hurt as well. Has been He's hurt. been out all year. Not all Not year. Not all year, but essentially. So I just don't see this team. A lot of people want them to win the division. I just don't see it happening when you have a quarterback that's not good under the big lights, when you have a running back that has been good at the start of the year that's hurt down the stretch, and when you have your one of your top receivers being out as well. So it's going to be very hard to see this team doing anything. They have great coaching and a great defense, so maybe, just maybe, they'll squeeze something out, but... I think the hype in Minnesota is all for nothing because this team's not going to get past the wild card round. That is a hot take. Well, we'll see what happens. I all right, tell I me your underrated winning. team in the NFC. I think the underrated team in the NFC has to be the Los Angeles Rams. I still think that people have wrote them off. If Minnesota loses one more game and the Rams win one, they'll be tied. Uh, the, the Vikings have a very interesting schedule. they got to go to um, L.A. and face the Chargers. They get Green Bay, and they get a Chicago team that looks very good right now. Uh, meanwhile, the Rams, they're going to face some tough tasks as well. They have to play the 49ers um, alongside the Dallas Cowboys, who have looked very human. I think it's very possible the Rams can sneak into the playoffs and uh, give a team a very hard time. I think Jared Goff uh, is on his game now. Todd Gurley is starting to get the ball a bit more. Robert Woods is at it again. And uh, the, Greg, the leg, Zerloin, baby, he's not missing a whole lot of field goals. And their, de- their is. defense is starting to shut people down. Finally. J- Jalen Ramsey has looked really good uh, at the corner position for the Rams. Aaron Donald is starting to get pressure again, which is very hard considering he gets uh, triple du- teamed at some double point. or triple teamed every night. But I think the Rams can, uh, can pull something off here to end the season. They've got a, a good head coach and a good quarterback that they believe in. What do you guys think? Do you think the Rams are uh, somewhat you know noticeable now? Yes. I think they're definitely noticeable. I just think it's going to be a tough road to the playoffs with the teams ahead they, of them. I think they've dug themselves a hole too deep. Yeah, well, I think it's just I think it's tough because, and I'll explain why. I guess I'll, I'll start. I'll go opposite. I'll start with my underrated team just to play off you and what I think. I think the Vikings are very underrated, and I think. Kirk Cousins' first Monday night football win is coming up. I think it's going to be in two weeks against the Green Bay Packers. What a game. Wow. Wow. So I think the Vikings have figured it out. Ever since uh, Kirk Cousins had to apologize and all that went down and that whole whatever happened there went down. On the podcast. Not this podcast, but a podcast. A previous podcast. Yes. Uh it's called the Kirk Cousins Show, is it not? If I'm not mistaken, maybe. Yeah, we'll, I believe we'll it's called the that. Kirk Cousins Show. So yeah, I think the Vikings are underrated. I think they're going to probably win the division. I think the way it's going, I think they have played very well these past weeks, and I just think they're probably, I think they're better than the teams that are ahead of them um, in their division, which is the Green Bay Packers, and that leads into my overrated. I think the Green Bay Packers are overrated. I know Dallas is laughing over there, and he is thinking I am totally wrong. But who went 4-0 this week? All I have to say. 
Well, you didn't. Dallas, you didn't say that. Uh, that makes no sense. Dallas, listen. Okay. That was not your best argument. I must listen. I must admit. Listen. I think the Packers are going to lose to the Bears. I think they're going to lose to the Vikings, and I think their playoff hopes are going to be tight because I Whoa. think the Rams. Oh my coming gosh. on their tails. You're saying they're not and even going to make I, the no, playoffs. I didn't say they're not going to make the playoffs. Holy I didn't say smokes. that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Listen, Your argument is garbage. I'm just saying <laughs> the Packers are not as good as people think. I think they're a very. I think they're still. They're kind of like the Patriots in a way. Teams just expect them to win because they have a history of winning, and Aaron Rodgers has a history of winning. And I just think Aaron Rodgers isn't as good as he used to be, and I think. His receiver's core, Devontae Adams, is not showing up as much as he used to at the beginning of the season. And I think the Packers are going to drop a lot. And I know Dallas is going to come back at me like he does every week. But it's totally fine because I'm willing to take it. And honestly, it's fine because a lot of the stuff I say seems to be right. Just because you're saying you went 4-0 means you know more than me. Well, just because I went to the St. Lawrence Market Pizza and Pasta four times this week, I know more about that. So that means that Green Bay is going to win the division. Hold on. Hold on. You just admitted to going to St. Lawrence Pizza and Pasta four times this week? Pause. I said if. If. Pause. You Pause. did. I'm I've here been, to confirm. If you did, if you did, three times this okay. week. If you see, they're no, closed on, on my Listen, listen. Here's the oh, thing, though. Oh no, thing, Dallas. Though. You definitely do know more because I don't even know where that place is. So you know more. I, there you go. I run on the treadmill every day. I can go to St. Lawrence Market Pizza and Pasta and enjoy that myself. That is not okay, the way you should about? be working can out. We, Michael Benara asked okay. me to go every week, and I go. So hey, Jack, I'm just Jack, saying Jack, that you shouldn't be working. Jack, you shouldn't be working out Jack, and then going to eat St. Lawrence Jack, past this I, pizza. I, I do let's talk about I who you think your overrated and underrated teams are in the NFC. Hold on a minute. Jack, hang on. Let's go. Uh, I'll talk football hold now. Hold on. Just that, that was not Why are you going eating this pizza? You're supposed to be great. eating healthy and then it working out. Pizza. That's how you get. It's bulking season, Dallas. Well, we'll see. Anyway, though, Eric, you need good clean proteins like chicken, beef, shrimp. Clean proteins, not pasta sauce, carbs. We, we don't know about beef because there are some uh, influencers out there that think beef is wrong. So yeah. They're wrong. Well, you know, that's a total different You need different to be argument. eating lean ground chicken. Lean grounded chicken, you say. That's but what does, I eat. It's delicious. Do you? Maybe, yes. Maybe we'll go shopping together, Jack. We should. I'll I'll show you how to eat healthy. Okay. This St. Lawrence pizza and pasta needs to stop. You've been though, right? You've been. I haven't. Well, okay. Hang because on I eat healthy. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Pizza and pasta is not healthy. Pasta's fine. NHL players eat pasta. NFL players not eat coated in cheese and tomato. Okay. Anyway. Back to Packers-Vikings talk. Right, that's what we're talking about, football. I, I think that, um, well, the Packers are, are a really good football team. Overrated? I don't think so. Do they, I they've, go got, they've got a good running back in Aaron Jones. They've got a great wide receiver corpse. They've got Aaron freaking Rodgers. You think Kirk Cousins is better than Aaron Rodgers? I sure don't. Their, their defenses are both okay this season. Maybe the Vikings have the edge on defense. But if you're telling me that if they play in a, a one-game standoff to make it, and it's Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football, and Kirk Cousins is 0-8, and I'm going to take Kirk Cousins? I don't think so, man. I just can't see it. 
Plus, even if Minnesota does win, it's going to take a miracle for them to win the division because they still trail a game. They don't have the tiebreaker. I think Minnesota's going to the wild card. All right. It's my turn for under and overrated teams. Love it. And I'm not quite sure who my overrated team is just yet, but I know who my underrated team, and I don't even know if you guys could consider them underrated, but I think a lot of people consider there's four better teams in the NFC. Maybe maybe three, but definitely f- could be four. The Seattle Seahawks, in my opinion, are underrated. I think people think the 49ers are better than them. I think people think the Saints are better than them. And I think some people think the Packers are better than them. And some people would make the argument that the Vikings are better than them. I don't think... I think they're the best team in the NFC. I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl because I Russell Wilson, man, that guy's incredible. They've got Chris Carson in the backfield that can get the job done. On their defensive line, Javion Clowney, who was also an amazing trade this year for the Seahawks. He's been incredible since he's been in Seattle. That like They have all the pieces where this team could go to a Super Bowl and they, beat any good team. They've had a nice bounce-back year after being a wild-card team in last year's playoff. Uh but uh, I think they got hot at the wrong time, if that makes sense. That, I know what you mean. I get what you mean. They got hot a little bit too early. I, I, I think they still can get hot again. It was a tough loss on Sunday Night Football to the Rams. But um, the division is still very much up for grabs. If they can win out and beat the San Francisco 49ers, they have a very good chance of being the one seed, if not the two seed, if everything goes their way. I- uh, there is a playoff um, run that they can go on. Will they? Very hard to say. Uh, Russell Wilson, I think, is very good. I'm really not too sure about um, some of their uh, players on defense. They do give up a lot of yards and a lot of points. I think Wilson has to go on a lot of shootouts and stuff to make things work, but who knows, right? Can I say the Cowboys are overrated because they're winning a division right now? No, you can't say that they're overrated because everyone knows they're overrated. So I can't say the Cowboys? No, you Even cannot. though they're winning the division? I'm not quite sure who I should They're say my overrated team is. If you, if you want to harp on them, sure, hop on the train. I uh, I don't think the Packers are overrated. I think they're very good. I think the Saints are very good. Um, But I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Saints here a little bit. I just I still think they're really, really good, but I just think there's a lot. There's better teams in the NFC. I think the 49ers and Packers are both better than the Saints. And that's the only reason I'm saying that the Saints are overrated is because some people think they're the best team in the NFC. And I just disagree with that. I think they're a really good football team. and They could make a run in the playoffs, but I just think they're not the best team in the NFC. So I think that's really the only reason I'm going to say that they're overrated is because they do have that best team, the NFC label kind of thing on them. Okay, sure. That's, yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I guess that I don't feel comfortable saying that the Saints are overrated, but I guess... In the NFC, I think they are a little bit overrated when it comes to the 49ers, Packers, and maybe even Vikings. It's going to be hard to see that team and definitely go, Seahawks. go on the road. If any team's going to go on the road and win out, it's it's Seattle. But I, I just don't see... like New Orleans needs to get that home field back somehow, some way or another. Yeah, they, uh, they need to play it. in the Superdome. Yeah, and I know it's a tough loss to San Fran last week, but they still can get home field. Uh, or get a buy at least, which they really do need. All they right, will get perfect. home field. All right, guys, let's the Packers talk aren't going to be there. Picks, week, baby. Week fifteen picks. Let's get right into it, Aaron. This one, this one, we're just, we were just talking about this earlier, but uh, you can say it for the fans. Maybe you can make a last minute decision. Maybe you won't. The Chicago Bears, Mitch Trubisky is taking on the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers. It's a one o'clock game at Lambeau. A nice December game, as a matter of fact. How do you feel about that Bears and Packer game? Okay, so I'm going to explain my logic behind the Packers. I don't think the Packers are as good as people think. They haven't beat teams big, 
And I think a strong defense like the Bears, who, although the Cowboys aren't that great, are technically the number one de- offense in the league, the Bears beat won that game because of defense. Okay. And I think a Packers offense that isn't... They have some assets, but they don't have a full offensive set yet. And I think the Bears are going to win this game. That So I think the Bears are going to win this game. I just don't think the Packers have beat teams that they should. I know a win's a win, but teams that they should beat by a lot, they haven't beat by a lot, and they haven't beat anybody big. The only big-name team they have beat is the Chiefs, and that was when the Chiefs were going through all that Patrick Mahomes uh, down to injury stuff. Yeah, it's not a bad pick, so actually. hold on. You're taking the Bears? He's taking, yeah, the, Bears, taking the Bears. Yeah, Bears 100%. Who have won wow. three games. They've won three games in a row. I don't mind your pick at all, actually. I think Green Bay is going to face a tough task at home. Uh, I'm, What's I, more surprising, Aaron picking the Bears or Dallas giving credit to Aaron on anything? I, I just, I see, I could see why you'd like the Bears. Um, the Bears are five-point underdogs for all those uh, that want to make a nice play on Sunday. Uh, it's, it's I know in, Dallas does. It's in Green Bay. Hey, now, we had some good luck on Monday night, by the way. But of course not, you did. We're not going to get much more into that. This one, He's an Eagles fan, secretly, at heart. Secretly. there's a vid- there, I've got video footage of that. The betting line does say that, but trust me, I do hate the Eagles, and it killed me to cheer for them in overtime. But luckily, my bank account likes me a little bit more. Going on, Dolphins and Giants in the Poop Fest. The Festival in of the Poo. Festival of Poo. Now, this one is an interesting one. Brian Flores and the Dolphins were just at the stadium this past week. And they uh, they got hosed on a field goal. Uh, they're taking on Eli Manning and the New York Giants. Daniel Jones is questionable this week. It looks like Eli is going to get another start in front of his home fans. Aaron, how do you see this one playing out? First of all, I'm a little confused on why you say hosed. Maybe you're just not using that word correctly. No, they got hosed because it was 4th and 17. And then the reason why I said hose is that because they, they got an iffy pass interference oh, call on okay, them yeah. that got them into field goal range on a 4th and 17. It, okay. There, there was minimal contact. I understand but, what you're saying. But, yeah, okay. I understand what call, talk, play you are talking about now. Yeah. But I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. I think the Dolphins are playing sort of hot football, I guess you could say. Okay. And I just don't think the Giants are going to... Hot football from it, the Dolphins. The Giants if, if you watch, if you if you watch the Giants in the first half, they they look like a playoff team almost. They were playing really good, and then you saw real Eli Manning come out in the second half, <laughs> and it was pretty much garbage. All she wrote. Yeah. And so I think the Dolphins are going to win this game. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't hate your pick at all. The Giants haven't won a game since September. So uh, that's tough. Ten straight losses they're at right yeah. now. Just a very hard season for the Giants, and now their quarterback, their quarterback of the future is hurt. Luckily, you get to say wish a final goodbye to Eli. Uh, next one, moving on, another team that hasn't won a game in forever. The Cleveland Browns will take on the slumping Arizona Cardinals. Um, the Cleveland can still make a shocking end to the season, shooting for eight and eight, maybe at this point, nine and seven ceiling, but. Um, Aaron, how do you see this one playing out? I don't even know what to say, why I feel it, but I just feel the Cardinals are going to win. Because okay. the Browns aren't good. Don't know why. I just see the Cardinals winning. I just don't think the Browns are going to make have a respectable record at the end of the season. I think this is going to be one of the reasons why. Okay. This is an interesting one because Cleveland has been very used to playing cold temperature games in the last few weeks. They've been playing a lot of tough games at home in Cleveland. They had to play in Pittsburgh the other week. This one... 
uh, in Denver in recent weeks as well. So this one, they get a nice warm stadium in Arizona. I think they're going to look really good in the warm conditions and play a really good game and blow out the Cardinals. But, hey. There it is. Hot take. It's not your pick. Not I don't know pick. why you're explaining it. I'm just saying not my your opinion. Pick. All right. And we'll end with this one. The Colts go on uh, to Mercedes-Benz at the Superdome to face Drew Brees and the Saints. Um, I, I actually think this game is going to be close. Aaron, what I are your thoughts? I believe it's going to be close, too. I think I would have gone with the Colts had the Saints won last week. But I think I'm going to go with the Saints just because I don't think they're going to lose two games in a row in such a tight playoff race yeah, okay. against... Yes, the Colts, I think, are a good team. I just don't think they're as strong enough to beat the Saints. So I think the Saints are going to win. Sure. Throwback to the Colts and Chiefs Sunday night football game uh, when the Colts handed Patrick Mahomes their first loss of the season. They were 11-point underdogs and they they killed Kansas City. The comeback kids. That was back in week five. So maybe Jacoby Brissett comes up to the occasion and wins a big game, but very hard to do in that building. Yeah, I think Jacoby Brissett is quarterback of the future. Yeah, I, I think, think so I too. think he's very good. All right. Hi, Jack. Hi, Aaron. All right, we're going to head on to you. I'm doing better this week. Hopefully. I think I'm going to go... Much better. I think I could see myself going 4-0, and actually. But we'll see. I think I don't know. There's some games in there that I think could happen. But first, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Oakland Raiders. Who do you got? Well, this is a tough game. I gotta be honest. This game's in Oakland. Yes, sir. So. I'm taking the Oakland. It's gotta Raiders. be one of the last games in Oakland. It's gotta be. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders in this one because Jacksonville is really bad. I watched every second of that Chargers Jag game. You know what? Last I think week. it. I think it is the last game in Oakland. I'm checking right now. I believe now. so. I believe oh, it is definitely the last, gonna win. Then it is the last game in Oakland. I believe. Yeah, it is because they go to uh, yep. L.A. and then they go to Denver. This They're is definitely gonna, be gonna win. Last, last game, game in, in the, Oakland. In the they, uh, I'm taking the Raiders for that reason alone. Like Moving that. on. All right, to your next game, a team we've talked a lot about, the Buffalo Bills, and a team that is somehow still in the race despite a lot of injuries. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you got in that matchup? This is. Tough, and I will tell you why, because I like both teams in the AFC right now. Um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills, though. I, On the sole reason, I trust Josh Allen more than I trust Duck Hodges. That's the sole reason I'm taking the Bills in this game, because I think their defense is very similar. I even think the Steelers have a better defense, but I just don't trust Duck Hodges yet. If he wins this game, it's a different conversation. But as of right now, I'm going with Josh Allen and the Bills. Fair enough. All right, so we'll head to your next game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Detroit Lions. Who you got? I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I just think that the Detroit Lions, they haven't done anything since that call in Green Bay. And I think uh, Jameis Winston and the Bucs, are they're on a little streak here right now. Uh, Jameis Winston is going to play uh, well enough in December to keep his job next year. And I think he continue, continues it this week. And uh, Jameis Winston and the Bucs get the win in Detroit. Fair enough. I think I, I could see that game for sure being right because I just don't think the Lions are as good at all right now. I think they're possibly one of the worst teams in the NFL the way they're playing. But let's move on to your next game, a game that means a lot to me because I want to see one of the teams lose. But the Rams versus the Cowboys, Why who you got? do I keep getting the Cowboys? Because we like to see you lose. Because we want to see you gonna... turn the table. It's like playing... Th- this um... one's easier, though, on you. This one's a lot easier. It should be a lot easier. 
I know I I know what I said. It's like playing on one card game. I know what I said that I'm never taking the Cowboys again. I know what I said. Jack. But, but you know they're gonna do the it, Cowboys. right? They've got to beat a good team at some point, don't they? That's no. Right. Come on, Jack. You know it, what this you game's do. in Dallas too, right? That's Jack. Right. Jack. One name. Jason Garrett. That's true. But I'm taking the Cowboys again. Yes. Yes. Why do I keep taking the bad Cowboys? I just—they have to beat a good team at some point, don't exactly. they? Exactly. No. They must. No. And this know, is the man. perfect game for the Cowboys to beat a good team. Yeah. A team that's been riding hot recently. It's This, this would be a statement game for the Cowboys. They need to make a statement at some point, right? Well, I think their players have given up, man. They've given up on Garrett completely. You just look at their faces. And they that, have that to win a Thursday. big game at some point. Uh, maybe, maybe not, though. Don't they? Uh, oh. Yeah. This is hard, man. I don't Why know. do I keep getting the Cowboys? All right, so we're just gonna move on because honestly, oh. Jack is just gonna lose his mind. Jack is having a Jack, having a day Jack, over you there. Ha- Jack, can I can I give yeah. Dallas his picks or do you want to? No, get it? I'm doing it. Okay, All hurry right. up then. All right, it's time to perform. Houston versus Tennessee, Dallas. All right, this one is in Tennessee. <laughs> I, I'm I, sorry, I should have set that up better. I think that well, this is a huge game. It I just huge I'm very distraught right now. Um, I think that and it's my own fault. I, I know. All right, we'll we'll move on though. We'll we'll always move on. Houston and Tennessee. This is a very good game. I don't know why this game is being so underplayed. It, this game is a lot for the division. Possibly. Is, is anyone underplaying this game? I'm, I think I'm getting... taking the Houston Texans to go on the road and beat the Titans in a very close but really exciting game. You think game. the te- Really? Yes, Interesting. I really do. I think that Watson and the Texans are going to bounce back huge. I think they're going to find a way to limit uh, Derrick Henry. They're going to be like, okay, we're going to limit Henry, but if Tannehill beats us, whatever. Is it even possible to limit Derrick, Derrick Henry right now? I don't know, man. I think he's going to get his... He's a monster. He sure is. I think that uh, the Texans still have lots to play for. They're not going to lose two games in a row in this stretch here after beating the Patriots. They're going to find a way to dig one out in Tennessee. All right, fair enough. And then this next game, this is a big game for the Cowboys I seem to be rooting for all of a sudden. The Eagles versus the Redskins. You really need a uh, upset in this one, eh, Dallas? Well, uh, possibly, but not really, actually. Anyway, it would be nice, but I think the Eagles are going to go on the road and get the win in Washington. I know the Eagles' receiving core is completely broken, and everything is going wrong there. But, hey, they uh, they faced some adversity last week against the slumping Giants. They were down 17-3 at half. They made the insane comeback to get the win. I feel like that dressing room is fueled up, and they're they're saying, why not us? Why can't we win the division? Let's go and take care of business in Washington and get ready to play the Cowboys in our hometown in Week 16. Very hard to see them losing this game with how much is at stake in Week 16. Oh, right. you, took, you took a hot turn there. At the beginning of that, I thought you were going to take the Redskins. No, for, I would you, never. Your, your opening sentence was... Not too much, honestly, after he said upset. And I thought you were going to lead right into the Redskins. And I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. I'm I'm playing it safe. I think Dallas is going to pick the upset in this game. I think. Uh, It's tough, man. Because he thinks the Vikings are very overrated. But uh, let's see what you think here. Chargers versus the Minnesota Vikings. What do you think? Well, I talked about it earlier, how Kirk Cousins can't win games in primetime. This game actually got flexed it out got of primetime. out of primetime. This was supposed to be the Sunday nighter this week, but they got it switched with the Bills and Steelers game, meaning that the Vikings and Chargers will play at four. I'm still going to roll with the Chargers to get the win I at knew home. It. Um, just because they, uh, they still seem like they want to win games. I For think some what, reason. 
I think that um, there's a lot of guys are playing for their jobs in L.A. They still want to give a good showing and beat the Vikings, who have lots to play for. Play a little spoiler, if you will. There you go. There you go. I knew you were going to say that. I knew yeah. you were going to pick the Chargers in that game. And then, uh, you know what's funny, Dallas? You seem to always pick the Chargers, and I seem to always pick the Cowboys. What's that all about? Well, you know what? I just what did got, you drop? I, I the, the thing fell out. I actually oh, your out. headphones yeah, fell out. But no, I, I'm in. Uh, it's it's weird. I know. I'm taking the teams that I I dislike, but I, I'm I say it on the show and I say it in the picks. All right, fair enough. And then your last game is not a great game, but maybe maybe the Broncos could play spoiler against the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs here. The Broncos are a good team, but I don't think they play spoiler two weeks in a row. Drew Locke, though, looked really good last week against the Texans. He'll definitely start again next week, but I'm still going with He's the Patty, starter for the rest of the Patty year. Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, there's our picks for this week, ladies and gentlemen. All right. This was fun. I, uh, I had a good time. I did, too. I just want to throw it out there before we get out of here. I, uh, I did. Make it to the, I know, that's what I'm about to say. You guys are out in your fantasy football league. I'm right? not. I'm in the playoffs, did baby. Did you win? No, but so... <laughs> it's did, a t- did you win? No. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's where did, a... Where did he go? I don't know. It's a two-week process, so it's obviously two right, weeks. I guess we're ending the show. So it's a, it's a two-week pro- process, obviously. In the first week, obviously. I'm the four seed facing the number one seed. I am up 137 to 117. It's a two-week process? It's a two-week because it's only a 14 uh, playoff, so it's two week process. And I head into this week our projected fantasy points. He's projected to get twenty, so, exactly 20 more. So my question is, can yes. you like exchange players? Like, can you like, or is that your starting lineup for two weeks? No, 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 no. So you're like, it's like normal fantasy weeks. Yeah. But you have to your total points over two weeks. Are accumulated, so it's not just a one-week system. Uh, so I honestly, you can change your roster. Yes, I, okay, uh, honestly, that makes sense. I, I like it better in that a way. Does, that is better because then it's not like the fluke team, like the four seed. I would have won this week. I would have beat him in a one-week system, and yeah. it would have kind of pissed him off because he has Delvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. Wow. Yeah. All right, and then uh, yeah, I was in the playoffs in two of my leagues. I lost in one. I don't have this two-week system like Aaron does, but I quite like it actually. I think it's a good call. Um. I won in one. I'm in the semifinals uh, in the uh, in the in the one with my buddies, and then the one with my dad and his buddies. I lost in. So unfortunately, yeah. I'm out in one of them, but I am in the money still in the other one. I so, believe Dallas is out of everything. So yeah, he. I don't know. He left the booth. I don't know where he went. He, you know what? You know what happened? He heard we were talking about fantasy, and he had to leave. Like his fantasy team left the playoffs. Oh, get out of town! All, All right. right. Thank you for you listening. Closing? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, you close. You know what? Let's go word for word here. All right. Thank, thank you. Oh, oh thank, thank you. No. no. Thank you is two words. Thank you for listening to the 115 Sports Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything. We'll see you later. Have a good week. See ya.